We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. everyone welcome to the roto grinders morning grind podcast i'm your host stevie tpfl it's thursday it is march 3rd it is 2022 we have seven nba games to talk about here on today's slate i'm joined by my good buddy chief justice 06 will priester what's going on my friend nothing much man uh just glad to be back thank everyone for thoughts and prayers and i'm just really excited about coming back on again another pod uh, have I think I'll have another show this week. So, and then back in the prop shop, really, that, that's, that's another really exciting thing. So just thank everybody, man. I love this industry. I love the people in this industry, my friends in this industry. And so uh, it's, it's good to be back, back with everybody. Yes, sir. It is good to have you back. Um, I, I mean, you know, you're my buddy and I'm always going to be here if you need me. So um glad to glad to have you back excited to talk some hoops and you know the prop shop is just not the not the same without you know chief justice in there so i'm gonna have and we were talking pre-show but i'm gonna have so many two for threes three for fours and four for fives tonight um over there and um and some like three for fives, and I'm thinking I'm gonna have a two for five. So we don't we don't talk about all those, um, but those happen too. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna lose um, one tonight on Tobias Harris getting one extra rebound. So those are always fun, and um, the the prize picks sweat is just as good as the DFS sweat sometimes. Um, so yeah, well glad to have you back, and um, we got some basketball to talk about seven games this week just seems great i mean we've had between six and eight games it feels like all week and um these are the types of weeks that i i really love the schedule for sure uh, i think we talked about that pre-show too 
and uh, don't want to spoil it, but next week might not be as great. So we're just going to enjoy it while we can. All right, let's uh, let's jump in here. Chicago at Atlanta, two thirty-one and a half total in this one, and the Bulls are a four and a half point favorite. Looking at the injury report here, Ball Caruso, Patrick Williams out, and then on the Atlanta side, John Collins doubtful, Okongwu out, Lou Williams probable, Trey Young questionable. So. I I'll say this really quick, but if you are in a state and you see this line still at four and a half, I'd pound Chicago here. Uh, I think Chicago has a really great chance to win this game. And I think if Trey young doesn't play this game possibly doesn't even stay that close. Um, So love the Chicago minus four and a half, but uh, will talk to me about the bulls. Well, I mean, the main attraction for the season overall has been DeMar DeRozan, who finally had a – looks like he had a game under 30 points. And, Stevie, might I add that I remember in our earlier podcast days, DeMar DeRozan was someone that we did not want to play at 8K. And now we contemplate playing him at 10-3. Just a testament to the work he's put in and what he's been able to get done with this team this season. Uh, I – I'm with you. If all these guys sit from Atlanta, I'm anticipating, you know, some form of a uh, my let's go minor blowout here. Maybe they can hang around enough to keep the Bulls in, but maybe the Bulls just still don't get there. Don't want to play DeRozan here. Uh, Vooch at 9K is intriguing, but I think with everybody, you know, almost back. I, I, I know that, you know, Caruso's still out of ball, still out, but Kobe White's playing, AO's playing, Levine is playing. Uh, you know, green is playing. I, I just, they feel a little bit overpriced just for the spot. And so I think I'm going to avoid the bulls entirely, but this is a game where if, if uh, DeRozan was ever going to get back to going over 30 points, 35 points, it's definitely against this Atlanta team. We saw what Jason Tatum was able to do. I think the other night. Yeah. I mean, DeRozan is still kind of priced up like Levine being out, but I think, he is okay on this seven-game slate, especially in this matchup. Vooch, Levine, they're both kind of expensive. Um, I still like Levine the most out of the three of them just because Levine's 8K, and we know he has, like, those 50-point ceiling. But I think floor ceiling, I think DeRozan is still probably the better of the three. AU is still getting really decent run at 5,300. He could be like a six, seven X value play. Don't mind him. And then going over to the Atlanta side with Collins doubtful. And I mean, it all is going to depend on if Trey young plays or not, because if he's out this game probably doesn't stay close. Um, So it gets tough and it kind of gets tough to kind of pinpoint who the ball handler is going to be like, I don't see them playing like Lou Williams, 30 minutes. Um, So what are your thoughts here on Atlanta? Bogdanovich, maybe point guard. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you don't think DeLon Rice is going to play, play point mostly. Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of skipped over him. I forgot that he's even in Atlanta sometimes. Um, yeah, I would I mean, assume he, he, he plays, what, 25, 30 minutes? He'd probably be a pretty chalky value play at 3,100. 
Yeah, I think I want to go back to December. And I want to just – I think Trey was out these couple games when he played like around Christmas time. I mean, it's 34 minutes, 34 minutes, 32, 40. I got to assume Trey was out. I'm, I'm, and I'm trying to figure that out now. Yeah, Trey was out those games. Trey came back after Christmas break. So I think he'd be in the 30s here. Like not high 30s, but I think 32 minutes maybe. Um I think that's reasonable at 32 minutes at, at 3,100. He's probably – he's going to pop at least in the, the point-per-dollar plays. But Trey has to be out, I think. Um, but I'm with you, though. Bogdanovich, Herter, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Gallinari. Those those would all be guys that I think would pop as well. It's just that DeLon Wright would be 3K pretty much. And, I mean, that that's, that's screaming value on, on this slate. Uh, even though they may lose, he, I think he could still get there. Uh, I mean, if Young plays and you think this game is going to stay close, um, I don't mind, you know, potentially taking a few shots on him. Don't mind a few shots on Gallinari. Moving on, we got Memphis at Boston. 224 total in this game, and Memphis is a three-point favorite. Looking at the injury report here, Dylan Brooks is out, and Jalen Brown is out for Boston, so dealing with an ankle sprain. Let's start here with the Memphis side of this game. I mean, good competitive projected game. Um, what are your thoughts here on Memphis? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, man. It's, it's – <sighs> I feel like good defense should be played in this game um, on, on both sides enough. Um, you know, is Ja going to pop? I think Ja uh, – didn't Ja play tonight? Is he going to be on a back-to-back? No, they played last the night before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, he played 34 minutes, 52 real points. Um, I don't think they've got anybody that's legitimately going to stop him. If, if you think the game's going to be close – um, you know, Josh probably in play here at 10 2. Um, you know, Desmond Bain, his price has come back down, you know, to the you know upper 5k range. I think I still want to take a wait and see approach with him. And then you've got, um, you know, Steven Adams, where his minutes have come up, Stevie, and you know, we've seen him go to work. You got to think it seems as if. He should be on the floor 30 plus minutes because of the bigs he's going to have to deal with and Rob Will and uh, and possibly Al Horford. So he's 6,100, probably slightly overpriced, but I think he's got a 40 spot in him here because he's probably going to have to be on the floor to deal with these bigs. So I really like him a lot. Um, and, and that's about it for me. Like I know Kyle Anderson, you know, has been really good the past two games. But I, I don't I don't want to really risk it against the Boston defense here. I trust Ja, I trust Steven Adams, and everybody else is just kind of a fringe stay away for me. I mean, Brandon Clark was dealing with that eye injury, so I don't know how much Kyle Anderson had to do from the benefit of like playing a few extra minutes in those games. And is like Clark gonna get minutes back and Anderson gonna lose them? So I don't want to overreact um to that situation. So I mean, Adams, Triple J, John Morant. And then on the other side of this game, I mean, Derek White, 6,300. 
and like he got a price increase, but with Jalen Brown out in this game, I think him and Marcus Smart are the beneficiaries. Tatum a benefit as well, but I, I think Derek White and Tatum are the two guys I'm looking at here on the Boston side. Yeah, definitely like Tatum, and I think I think White's uh, definitely the right play as well because you got to think he's going to take more shots than Marcus Smart, and I'm saying that fully knowing that Marcus Smart could come out and decide he's going to chuck the ball in spots, right? But I, I, I'm with you. I think Derek White is the better play. You know, how is this going to impact – you know, a, a guy like Robert Williams is scoring, right? Like, you know, he's not taking a lot of shots a game, but, you know, if he gets up into that 10 to 12 shot category, you know, at least while, while Brown is out, like I think that's only going to help him, um, you know, kind of hit a ceiling here. So he's another guy that I'm, I'm really interested in. Uh, but I'm with you. Definitely think Derek White at 6,300. Uh, this should be a guy that can that can score the ball a little bit more. I mean, you know, we'll need some peripherals like the other night against Atlanta, 18 points, five assists, two rebounds, right? Uh, 13 shots. We're going to need a few more peripherals to get there, but I'm with you. I, I definitely think he's someone uh, that, that we can look at here for sure. Uh, I don't really have anything else on the Boston side. Yeah. Um, I do really like Tatum. He's 10K, but I, I do really like him with no brown. Like, really like him. Yeah, I mean – his usage goes way up with Brown off the floor. So uh, again, I think Derek white and Tatum are the two plays I'll be looking at here on the Boston side. So moving on, we have Miami at Brooklyn two twenty-one total here. Miami is a three and a half point favorite. We did have a back-to-back for Miami, so we won't have an injury report for them. Um, Kyle Lowry didn't play Wednesday. I don't know. It's tough to say if he'll be back or not. And then on the Brooklyn side, no Kyrie, no Simmons, but Durant is expected to play. He's not on the injury report here. Um, Andre Drummond's probable. So Joe Harris, Kyrie, Simmons out. But Kevin Durant back here. We have no idea what we're going to be looking at for him as far as like a minute restriction, he has not played since January 15th, almost two months. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Let's start here with Miami. What do you like here for the heat? Yeah. Um, as weird as this sounds, this feels like a Tyler hero game to me, Stevie. Like It feels like one of those games where, you know, perhaps P.J. Tucker and, and Jimmy Butler are, you know, kind of exhausting themselves, trying to switch on KD and slow him down. And, you know, Tyler Hero is going to be probably dealing with uh, some Patty Mills defense and things of that nature. And, I, you know, I, I like the minutes I'm seeing, right, in the 30-plus minutes range. He's 6,300, and I don't think he's going to be very popular. I, I think t- – Kyle Lowry has to be out. Let me, let me, let me say that. Cause I, I didn't clarify Kyle Lowry. I think needs to be out. And I think we could see a, a, a another game for, for hero to pop here at a, at a 40 plus fantasy point clip. So he's someone that's, that's big on my radar. Of course you can play Bam out of bio, um, you know, 8,600, you know, it might feel a little bit pricey, but I mean, this guy has been playing uh, fantastic, you know, over, over the last stretch here. 
um, in February. Yeah, I know he put up a 38, you know, uh, fantasy point game against Chicago, but against Brooklyn, who's going to get up and down and run a little bit. And uh, I, I really, I really like him a lot. Um, Jimmy Butler at 87, like he's, I think he's a fine play, um, but I, I think I'd rather play Hero here. Hero and Bam, I think, are my two, my two primaries. Yeah, I mean, Miami just took a. I don't know if you um, saw the end of that game, but Milwaukee just beat them by a point. Um, that was a great game. And um, someone just hit a game winner. Like Giannis had a steal on, I think it looked like Vincent and um, mm-hmm. Milwaukee. I think it was Drew hit the game winner, but it was super high on Drew and he had a really big game. I was super high on Bam and man, he just. He had a BAM game, and it just wasn't anything great. It wasn't anything terrible. And we saw a big game for Tyler Hero. Uh, Chop actually oh, man. taught me. I, I hope I'm not a day late with Dollar Shore. Yeah, Chop. But that might be to, the case. He talked me on to Tyler Hero um, on Grinders Live, and, like, he, he had a big game. He had a 30-point game, like, actual point. Oh, man. So, um, so, guys, I didn't know that was happening, so I, I might be <laughs> a day late on this. Yeah, I, I mean. Peace. On paper, you know, you like Hero, you like Bam, you like Butler in this spot. Um, I mean, my biggest concern is does Brooklyn keep this game close? But it is the second end of a back-to-back for Miami. Uh, And I don't mind Vincent at his cheap price tag. What are your thoughts here on Brooklyn? Well, I think everything is going to hinge on how many minutes is Kevin Durant going to play? We might not Um, know. Right. Steve, now, my professional opinion says 25 to 28 minutes. And I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, we were thinking Kevin Durant was going to be maybe playing low 30s minutes, just, you know, kind of see him get back. And he was playing 38 minutes. I I don't think he's playing 38 minutes, but I, I think 25 to 28 is a reasonable range, which means from a DFS perspective, we can't play him. But from a full game perspective, he might play well enough in spurts to keep them hanging around. Um, and so, you know, for that reason, I like him. Drummond at 6,800, I, I just, I can't do it. I, I would need Drummond playing 30 minutes consistently for me to play him at that price in this spot. And that's not happening. He's not doing it consistently. Uh, and so I just can't play him. Bruce Brown, you know, he's been playing well mostly, but at 5,400, KD coming back. Feels like that upside is about to fall off a cliff. Seth Curry at 6,100. I uh, just don't think he has enough upside. So I, I don't want to go there. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're into the revenge narrative, does Drogic pick up 25 minutes tonight and try to stick it to the heat? I don't think so. Could be, but I'm not with it. All in all, as a result of KD coming back, I don't want to play anyone from the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, um, I think in large field tournaments, if you don't get any news on KD, you, you probably fade him. But if they're like, oh, well, he's been, you know, conditioning and, you know, everything looks good and we're going to see him play, um, you know, in small stints or something, then you're like, but if we get like a news report that comes out and says, Hey, Kevin Durant's probably going to play 35 minutes in this game. 
Okay, I'm in. Oh, that's that's a big Sign difference. 35 and 28 is a big difference. Oh, yeah. Sign me up at that point. But that's the only way I think you play him. Um, yeah. I do I do want to say, uh, not probably not this matchup against Miami, but I think someone like Seth Curry, Bruce Brown, could really benefit from even, even maybe like a LaMarcus Aldridge. Someone, someone like Patty Mills, like these guys are going to benefit from having KD on the floor. Um, it's as simple as that, but I don't know if this is the matchup because it is going up against this tough Miami defense. So Detroit at Toronto two sixteen total here and Toronto is an eight and a half point favorite on the Detroit side. Bagley is doubtful. Diallo is probable and the Toronto side OG and Van Vliet are both questionable. So we'll have to see what happens with that, but let's start here with Detroit. Anything standing out to you for the Pistons? Well, I mean, Kane Cunningham is 7,400 and I think, I think he's a good tournament play today, Stevie, because Toronto starters are playing big minutes. Um, but this, this should be a really, you know, up and down game here. Um, so I, I like Kate at 74. I'm willing to take a chance on him in, in, in tournaments for sure. Um, you know, I, I just, I can't play Jeremy Grant. It's just not, he's going to have some games. Like he's had a back-to-back games, went 38 in, in Charlotte and 40 against Washington. But, you know, the main thing is he's got, he's got to have the 20 plus point games to get there. Not saying he won't get there in this spot. Uh, but I just I'm not thrilled about it. I, I will say I think Kelly Olenek is also another flyer. But you, this is deep tournament stuff here, though, guys. This isn't something you want to play in a three entry max or uh, single entry. But I think if you're building 150, you get a little bit of exposure to Kelly Olenek. We saw what he was able to do against, of course, the Charlotte Hornets. You know, 20 points, eight rebounds, three assists. You get that from him at 4,700. And we're uh, we're cooking with hot grease. So um, not a guy that I would have, you know, be rushing to play. But I'm saying in, in tournaments at 47, uh, if he can get up to that 25 minute mark, if he happens to fall into it, I think he can have a good night in this spot. All right. Um, the Toronto side of this game, I mean, it all depends on OG and Van Vliet. If both of them are out, we're looking at Trent Jr. We're looking at Barnes. We're looking at Siakam. If they, oh, and Flynn. Flynn would be a great play. He played 40 minutes the other night. Um, yeah. So if those guys are out, go back to the well on these Toronto guys. If they play, that's where it kind of becomes tricky. Um, I still think I like Gary Trent Jr. No matter what, Detroit's not a great team. Um, defending the three-point line so i still think i would like gary trent jr here yeah for sure i mean we saw him score 24 seven assists two rebounds uh not expecting the seven assists again but 25 points absolutely uh, especially if van vliet and og sit um you talked about malachi flynn at 4200 playing big minutes uh he will probably be a staple uh someone else that played big minutes who you know not unusual uh, Scotty Barnes would be back in play too as well, Stevie at 6,400. Um, you know, he put up 40 fantasy points in a 60 plus bomb against uh, in the game before. Uh, so he, he's definitely someone. My favorite play is obviously going to be Pascal Siakam. I know the upside hasn't been there as consistently as that stretch he had in early February, where it felt like every game he was going over 50 
Uh, but this is a spot against the Detroit Pistons. I'm not afraid of them at 9,200. I think this is good value. He pops off for 55 fantasy points. Uh, that's fantastic for, for his price point. So he's a guy in tournaments once again. And I actually probably would take a shot on Siakam in three-entry max because he's got the floor to get there and the ceiling to help you pass a few other uh, participants in the contest. So Siakam at 9,200, while everybody's flocking to the low value of, of Flynn, and I, I don't mind playing them both, I really like him at 9,200. All right, moving right along, Golden State at Dallas, 2-19 total here, and the Warriors are a three-point favorite. Looking at the injury report for Golden State, Draymond Iguodala out, Damian Lee questionable, Clay Thompson questionable, Wiseman still out. And then on the Dallas side, Trey Burke is questionable. Hardaway is out, and Nit Lakina is questionable. So starting here with Golden State, what do you like here for the Warriors? Well, Stephen, let me just say this. I really wish I could play Steph Curry more often. I just can't at 11-1. At the upside is just not there. He's averaging, you know, at least according to DraftKings, 46.7 fantasy points per game over the season. That's not anywhere near value. Uh, Clay said he's going to be back. So at 6,500, I think he's, you can take a shot on him. But with Clay back, that makes me less enthused about Wiggins. Even though Wiggins is going to get the minutes with Clay, I think with Clay back, I mean, his ceiling is just kind of capped, uh, in my opinion, with all of them playing. Uh, you know, Otto Porter is going to play a few minutes. Kaminga is going to play a few minutes. They're just all, you know, eating into each other. I don't want to play anyone from the Warriors, Stevie. Not one single player. Yeah, I mean, if Clay sits, I definitely could take shots on Wiggins, I think. And then, like, maybe pull in, in those scenarios. But, I mean, they're just a really good all-around team. And, like, it comes down to that. I will say this. If Clay sits, I think Gary Payton is very much in play. He's played 27 minutes in back-to-back games. So if Clay Thompson's out, I think Gary Payton, um, especially if like Poole, not Poole, um, Lee doesn't play. I think Gary Payton is very much a value play if Clay Thompson's out. And then on the Dallas side of this game, Luca was massive chalk the other night and just absolutely broke everyone's heart. Um, I, I mean, recency bias tells us that he might be lower on here, so we go back to the well on him. Um, he's definitely going to be showing up for a game against Curry. The price is 12-2. We have some value. I'm sure more will open up throughout the day. What are your thoughts here on Dallas? Quick question, Stevie. When you say he broke your hearts, was that against the Lakers? Yeah, he was, he was massive chalk. Well, I mean, I'm looking at it, and – so I, I, he didn't have the. I guess he didn't have like the Luca game. I mean, I mean he was gets, twelve thousand. Yeah, yeah, he needed at least sixty plus. I mean, you get four or five more assists and five or six more points, and he's rolling. He just, like you said, he, he just get, just didn't get there. I guess uh, very interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, Golden State's been a fairly good defensive team, along with Dallas, in my opinion. I think Dallas has been pretty good on defense as well. And so as a result, Stevie, this whole game, now it's hard to do, right? Because Luca's probably got 
you know, D. I'm going to say Luca has the highest ceiling on this slate, as all teams are presently constructed. Like, KD's back with Brooklyn, but he, I don't think he's got the ceiling this game. Tatum might be the next closest with, with Jalen Brown out. Um, and I, I probably am going to side with Tatum on this slate over Luca, but uh, at 12 2, he's got a ceiling, so I'm not going to tell you to not play him. But I do think overall, this is, a, this is probably a stay away game. Really good game on paper. Um, but, but I think this is going to be a battle here. Yeah, battle indeed. And that's why, like, all right, maybe I do, like, a Curry-Luka game stack and just hope you get those back-to-back. Like, we, we could see, like, stints in this game where 15, 20 points in a row are from Luka-Curry combined. Um, oh, yeah. You know, so the ceiling is there for sure. <laughs> Dinwiddie's been playing okay too, like recently. Like I, I, I don't want to play him in this spot, but let let's hope maybe he has a slightly bad game. We can get a slight little price reduction for the next game. Maybe get him down to like fifty three hundred, and then we can hop back on the bandwagon. I mean, I think Vinny Smith is still in play at fifty two hundred. He's he's someone that's consistently getting big minutes in close games um, over. 36 minutes, I think, in seven of the last eight, six out of the last seven. So I think Finney Smith is playable here, especially with Draymond out. Yeah. Kings at San Antonio taking on the Spurs, 237 and a half total in this game. Spurs a six-point favorite. Kings second end of a back-to-back. We'll see if anything comes out um, of that one. McDermott questionable for San Antonio. So starting here with the Kings. Um. I mean, I talked about how much I love Fox yesterday. And it was it was mostly because I thought he was way underpriced and maybe he was priced that way for a reason, uh, Will, because <laughs> it didn't work out. Um he did hit his point prop, and that was always that's always a good thing. But he did get a seven hundred dollar price increase. He was eighty one hundred yesterday. Um just kind of looking at that now. But um what are your thoughts here on the Kings? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm looking at uh, Fox at 88. They're playing the Spurs. I'm, I think it's a fair price. Um, I, I, I wish Davion Mitchell's minutes would kind of pick back up into the 30s because he's 3,800, Stevie. Uh, that would be a really good value play here. I, I almost feel like you kind of take a flyer on him as well in like a 150 build. Like these are the type of plays, in my opinion, that vaults you to the top of the leaderboard, right? Like you take a shot on a Davion Mitchell in a game like this, 3,800, and he he drops 35 late late at night when nobody's even thinking about him. And, and that's what that's what drags you to the finish line. So at 3,800, I'm, I'm going to be on, on some Davion Mitchell for sure. Um, he might be a get weird GPP candidate, Stevie. Uh, Davion Mitchell at 3,800. And I think everybody else I kind of want to avoid. Like Sabonis at 97. I, I don't want to pay that price for him, but I think Fox, Davion Mitchell, uh, those are going to be two of, of probably my favorite plays uh, on the board here for, for Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, Fox and Sabonis are playing great together, and, you know, they just – they had a down game. Um, I mean, there's no other way to really put it, but that's going to happen, especially in the NBA. Um and then on the Spurs side, I love 
love love this spot for Dejounte Murray. Um, we could see big big game here from Dejounte Murray. What are your thoughts on San Antonio? Yeah, at ten six, like th- this is one of the other studs that. I mean, if he's ever going to put up 65, 70, like you said, you got to think it's against Sacramento. So I'm with you. I like him a lot. Um, you know, and, and this is another reason why I'm, you know, I think I'm just going to advocate for a Luca fade here, Stevie. I trust the Golden State defense. I trust the Dallas defense. And I don't trust the Sacramento defense at all. And so, you know, you're in a situation where you've got DeJounte Murray in the best spot of the night. I, I, I think we he's he's the top stud on the slate. And Jakob Poto, he's just playing out of his mind right now. Uh, at 7,500, I don't feel like I have to play him, but I, he's going to be in my pool, I can tell you that, uh, just in case. You've got Devin Vassell, who's been playing fine, of course, you know, with um, – with uh, with White in Boston, you know, you're looking 33 minutes, 42, 27, 33. Like, these are good minutes. This is a good spot for him. Uh, man, it would be so nice if Doug McDermott just sat this game out. Just sit it out, Dougie McBuckets, and, and let Devin Vassell get his run. I, I like all three of those guys from the Spurs, man. I, I think it's a really, really, really good spot for them and none better than their, their number one player in DeJounte Murray. Yeah, I, he's. I think Dejounte is just going to crush in this spot. I think Jakob Podol could have a really good game. We've we've seen like the Spurs team is playing good basketball. Johnson, Vassell, Walker—they're all um, playing good basketball. So, but Dejounte by far, by far, my favorite here from the Spurs. He's probably my favorite player in the slate. I'll, I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, Stevie, I'm with you. Like, yep. He's absolutely my favorite player on the slate. And this isn't something new, right? Like, we're not just hopping on. We've been on Shante all season when he was 8K, 7K, and nobody wanted to play him. I, I'm with you, man. Big time spot for him. Welcome, everybody, to joining us on the, the DeJounte Murray train. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I love this spot for him. All right, we finish it out with L.A. at L.A., the Lakers and Clippers, the battle of L.A., 218.5 total here. Uh, the Clippers, a two-and-a-half point favorite. That's how bad the Lakers have been playing lately. Um, the Lakers side. And they have LeBron James. <laughs> no, man. And Russell Westbrook. Avery Bradley's questionable. LeBron's questionable. Anthony Davis and Kendrick Nunn are out. Paul George, Kawhi, Powell out for the Clippers. So, Starting here with the Lakers on the road facing the Clippers. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself sometimes. Um, I mean, LeBron, he's been doing it. Like, you can see the frustration from LeBron right now on the court. If you've been watching any of the Lakers games, you you can see the, the frustration for him. And, I mean, I don't have Fandle's price up in front of me. Westbrook was really cheap on Fandle the other day. I'll have to look that up here in a second. Um but honestly, like Mello at 5,300 is probably my favorite play from the Lakers outside of LeBron, just raw points wise. Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, I, I, I totally get it, especially if he's going to be playing, you know, 30 minutes, right? If he's going to be playing 30 minutes, putting up shots, 
Uh, I I like it. Like if we can, Steve, if we can keep him in this 12 to 15 shot attempt range, I think it's going to yield us tremendous dividends as long as he's in that low uh, 5K range. Uh, Malik Monk is 4,700. But Stevie, he played 39 minutes against Dallas. But, you know, are we going to get that again? We should, right? Um, so I, I'm hoping, like, I want to take a shot on him as well. Like, you know, the guy, he, he's a streaky player. You want to score his first, but at 4,700, I think we're willing to take a shot here. Uh, you know, they've already released DeAndre Jordan, Dwight Howard. He barely got any minutes against Dallas, but if he can get 20 plus minutes, uh, I, I, uh, I, I like it. You know, I'll, I'll take a shot at it on this slate. Uh, but how do we feel about LeBron James? I think is the question. He's 11K. I don't think he's a better play than DeJounte Murray. And I do not think he's a better play than Jason Tatum. Those are my two top studs on this slate today. And so LeBron ends up not, he just kind of maybe doesn't fit. I can't play three. Um, and clearly LeBron can go out and, and drop 60. But you know, at least according to everything I've I've seen and heard, this team has just been been awful. And I think I heard this. I saw a little clip from Jason Williams. They haven't uh, they haven't beat the Clippers all year, which is which is crazy. Uh, have not beat the Clippers all year, and I gotta think Teron Lewis gonna try to stick it to LeBron yet again uh, with them on the road. Clippers being a home team like LeBron. Don't think you have to fade him, but I don't think he's the best stud on the slate, so I am going to fade him. Yeah, I mean, I think LeBron is just going to take a game over eventually and have, like, one of those, like, 70-point fantasy day LeBron games, and I feel like the frustration is building and it, it's coming. Um, so, I mean, if you're playing multiple lineups, I think you should have exposure to him for sure. And then on the Clippers side of this game, I mean, the big situation, like Zubak has been playing really well. The minutes are just all over the place. Trey Mann or Terrence Mann, um, he's always someone that I don't mind. I feel like Reggie Jackson's price is a little – I mean, I feel like it's right where it should be. So the Clippers, they're still kind of a tough team to – figure out overall but i mean they're favored in this game against the lakers so unbelievable unbelievable and let me just say i am so disappointed that norman powell got hurt so we had to start considering reggie jackson again oh i was (laughs) steve i was so excited when norman powell started teeing off and reggie jackson's minutes were going down and i was like yes great we don't have to worry about reggie and now he's 7900 I don't care. We've talked about playing point guards against the Lakers all season, but I'm not playing Reggie Jackson at 7,900. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I'm not doing it. This feels like playing Aaron Gordon at 7,500 in Orlando. You just don't do it. You, you just can't, right? It, it, it's a letdown if I've never seen one in my life. So he's getting faded. Uh, I'd rather play Terrence Mann at 5,900. Uh, you know, you, you talked about Zubak, he's 6,500. Good golly. Like, what, what, what's going on here? Yes, I've seen it 50 and 44 and 30 before that in, in one of those games. You know, you've got Marcus Morris. He's playing, you know, upper 20s, low 30s. 
I, I don't know if we can play him. He's probably going to have to deal with LeBron. I, I don't like these prices, which is what's going to keep me away from the Clippers. If I had to play anyone, I, I feel like maybe it's Terrence Mann and what should be an up-and-down game with, with very bad defense coming out of the Lakers camp. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, 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 they're so tough to figure out. I mean, I, I think in large field tournaments, you take shots not on the same team, but you take shots on, like, Hartstein and Zubak because um, you could see either one of them. I, I don't think you'll see both of them go off, but I could see either one of them, um, you know, getting there. So, all right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who's the cheap guy you're looking at here night before? Let's see here. I think I think I'm going to assume that uh, that Freddie Van Vliet's out, and now I'm assuming he's out. Of course, he's probably going to play, but I, th- I think Malachi Flynn is your guy. Um, I, 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 Steve, I'm going to try to give some two first today since I, I've been uh, since it was my first day back. Don't forget my tournament flyer of Kelly Olynyk at 47. Don't don't forget him. Uh, just a tournament flyer, but. If I had if I had to pick anyone straight up, I think it's Malachi Flynn with Fred Van Vliet out. I'm gonna go Vincent. Great matchup against Brooklyn and should get plenty of minutes here. So yeah. I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Vincent. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bus at the top today? Uh I'm going Steph Curry. I mean, I just 11-1, I don't see the ceiling being there this game. I'm going Steph. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go KD. I think it's just oh, yeah, more yeah. of a minutes thing, but I, I think I'm going to go KD. Favorite 6X play? Give me Tatum in this one. I think I think Tatum's going nuts today. Like, if it wasn't for DeJounte, Tatum might be a lot button for me. I'm I'm going Tatum. I'm gonna go DeJounte. Uh, you know, uh, I think DeJounte <laughs> I uh, again, I think he's my favorite play. I think he crushes in this spot. So um yeah, I'm gonna go with him. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got that you're getting weird? Yeah, I was I was gonna go. Davion Mitchell, and he's going to be like an A-minus for me. I think the let's get weird play of the day for me, and when, I, I think it's going to be Malik Monk. I, I just got to hope people kind of aren't on him. Uh, but at 4,700, the, the Lakers need scoring. They need output, and he's a guy that I do think can get it, that I think can get it done. Um, so, yeah, give me Malik Monk. Uh, because I, I feel I might have messed myself up with uh, Tyler Hero now. Now that he had his big game the day before, and I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, don't you love when that happens? You're like talking about a guy who's going bonkers. Um, gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what type of ownership Jakob Potl is going to get, but I, I like him a lot. And center oh, yeah. positions always kind of spread out ownership wise. So I'm going to go Jakob Potl here. Um, as my let's get weird GPP play of the day. Will any bets standing out to you here night before? Oh, 
God, Stevie, and you can tell that that's how you know I'm out of the swing here completely. I I usually already have the, the props pulled up, and I mean I just I had no props pulled up, which is crazy. Uh, but give me a second because I do want to look at a line on this game. Let's go NBA. Okay. Oh man. Give me. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a hunt here, Stevie. I know this is crazy. I know they haven't beat this team all year. We talked about it. Give me the Lakers plus two and a half. I'm just they they got to pull something out here, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it for sure. <laughs> Man, um, I mean, none of these lines are like jumping out to me, but I will say that it's tough. If you're in a state that you are you have legal like bet 365, Celtics plus three and a half seems like a really good line. Um so I I definitely like that. Most places it's three, some places it's two and a half. It opened at two. I like Celtics plus three and a half. I think they're giving the Grizzlies a lot of respect for just Jalen Brown being out and not realizing that Jason Tatum is very, very good at basketball. And this game's in <laughs> Boston. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I like I like that. I like Celtics plus three and a half. So, yeah. All right. Well, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, nah, I am good, man. Uh, glad to be back. And uh Thanks, thanks for having me on today, brother. I, I really appreciate it. I, I actually needed this probably more, you know, so I appreciate it. Hey, man, thanks for filling in for me um, last minute. I appreciate it. That's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.